gente, it's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what to it do with your boy Rue and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back to season three of Sofrito welcome Speaks. Back. Y'all still rocking with us? Yes, oh episode number one, recorded fresh out of the Sofrito Speaks studios. Y'all already know what the fuck it is. Yes, there we was no s- scrambling. There was no trying to figure out where we we're going to meet up. Ooh. There was none of that bullshit. There was only techni- technical issues. <sighs> That we're still working through. Uh, whatever. But we're still going to give you this episode. <laughs> yes. And this season, we have a lot of great things coming up. We have a lot of great guests. A lot of great conversations that we're going to oh, be having. It's going to be so fun. Uh, a lot of video footage that we're trying to get together. Lord knows we need a team. But I digress. We're too broke. <laughs> so if anybody trying to be part of a team, but like... Yo, but know, hit work. us up. So if speaks at gmail.com. But like also, <laughs> knowingly know that you're in an internship. Think about college when you didn't get paid. It's an unpaid internship. <laughs> <laughs> The evil laugh out of the <laughs> the intern masters. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, so no, we're going to go ahead and get it right into our first section, which is El Chisme. And this section will let you know what had us fucked up, jodio. And in this episode, we'll be letting you guys know what had us fucked up or jodio since July. We haven't been on since You're July. Right. Wow. So it's a lot to catch up on. I know I got a couple, sh- you know, I got a couple shit to say. Mm. You know, you do. But um, do. Nina, how you doing, ma? Of course you gonna have me started off. <laughs> people stay getting me fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> but anyways, so since July, a bitch left her job and got a new one. Por fin, gracias a Dios, because the Lord knows that I couldn't do it anymore. Like. The like, Lord said no more. Yeah, the Lord was like, baby, we're going to get you out of this. Where's that? Like, Thank you. Get Thank back. you so much. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I actually picked up a second job. So now I have two jobs again, which I'm not even mad about because like, I thoroughly enjoy both my jobs right now, um, which is dope. Like I actually look forward to going into work. Um, I think the only time I don't want to go to work is when I'm like, oh, people have plans. Suddenly, everybody want to hit me up talking about, oh, you know, what are you doing this weekend? Yep. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm yep. like, I'm working. Did, when nobody was hitting me up when I wasn't working when I wasn't when I wasn't working a second job, but now everybody you mean you mean fuck you guys ain't nobody was checking for me when I was when I was doing nothing. <laughs> I'm making this bread. The right. fuck hanging out with you is only making me more broke. Okay. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't shit. But anyways, um, so let me get into what had me fucked up today because so a motherfucker came into work and he was you know asking me prices this that and the third. This motherfucker started arguing prices with me. Mm. Sir, it's not my company. Okay. I didn't I didn't set this. I didn't set the system. I didn't put the prices in. Nothing. I did nothing. I merely am just the messenger. The messenger. I'm just enforcing the policies and the guidelines. That's it. I didn't write them. <laughs> <laughs> See? So this dude's like, nah, this doesn't make sense because if you add this, this, and this, I said, yo, I believe you. You know what I'm saying? That, that's good for you. Good for you with that quick math. Nah, like, he was like, oh, well, can I speak to a manager? There's not a manager on right now. Like, manager hours are over at noon. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And he was like, I was like, you know what? Matter of fact, let me just go for a call. So I called or whatever. 
explained to her the situation and she was like oh well yeah this is all you have to do blah 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 i said okay cool so i pull it up in the system i'm like all right cool let's get it and he was like what's the total and it's on the total he goes wait that doesn't make any sense because if this is the price and you add it up like this times this this is what it's supposed to equal and i was like right but that's for this plan like it's a whole different plan you want to pay in full which means it's going to look different because it's not catering to the cheaper plan. Now yeah, it's going to go up. And uh, for those of you guys who don't know, that's how they get you. No, Zaraz. <laughs> oh, you think you're going to pay in full? Oh, you thought you were going to be smart. Oh, okay. LOL. Okay. No. So it didn't pertain to the particular plan that he was talking about. So I kept trying to explain it to him. And he was like, that doesn't make sense. No, you're going to give it to me for this price. I said, no, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> I don't have the authority the ability, sir. I can't do that for you. It's going to be an O. It's going to be an O for me, dog. Like, we're not doing that. So whatever. So then he was like, well, then call your manager back because I need her to do it. And I was like, no. Or you could just not pay for the yearly and get the fuck on my monthly. face. Monthly. Just do the monthly. I don't want to do monthly. I want to pay for the year. Also, you balling. So you big balling. So then what the fuck is the problem, sir? But you stressed sir? about next month's payment? That's what I'm he- That's just what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what I'm hearing. So I'm like, okay, best. So I call I call my supervisor back, and I was like, hey, me again, what's going on, girl? Um, real quick, this is what it is, and they were like, then nah, it's let he can go, like you could dismiss him. I was like, oh, say less. So I let him know, like, no, there's nothing I can do about it. He's like, well, why, why can't you? I'm like, sir, I'm a peasant in this place. I have no authority in this bitch, like, whatsoever. I scrub floors. Like, what are we talking about? What the fuck do you think I can do for you? Like, this doesn't make no motherfucking sense. And he was, like, very entitled. And no, mi gente, no. He was not white. He was Dominican. He was Hispanic. And I was like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck? This is crazy. So I'm like, okay. Like, he's like, no, you're, you're going you're gonna to do this. No, actually, no, I'm not because I'm not trying to get fired. So like, nah, <laughs> that's actually not what we're going to do today. So I was like, sir, I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I've told you everything that, you know, my supervisor told me to tell you. You heard her say it. This is what it is. Like, this really, my hands are tied. This. It's, it's above, above me, me now. now. It's above me now. It's above. <laughs> it's in the Lord's hands. It is above me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's above me. It's above me now. The There's Lord nothing knows. I can do. The Lord is watching you. Just okay. saying. So he was like, he's like, you know what? Whatever. I'm not. He's like, I don't. He's like, forget about it. Forget about it. It's forgotten. Now I can go do my other chores. Thank you. <laughs> I, can, I have a running list of things I have to get done. Thanks. You just saved me time. Appreciate it. <laughs> Fucking dumb. So, whatever, that was... customer service, mama. You know what I'm saying? So, that was one thing. So, my cousin calls me, and she's like, yo, Nina, real quick, I just had to call you because... She's like, I'm still at work. I'm like, oh, what happened, baby girl? And she's like, so tell me how I'm fucking sitting here. And one of my coworkers came up to me talking about the table that she was at was a bunch of white dudes that was talking about how all lives matter, and Hispanics are mad lazy, they don't do shit, they don't do this and that. While they're sitting at a table and Hispanics are working. And they're serving them, thank you. And not for nothing, mi gente, y'all motherfuckers need to start being a little more appreciative to the motherfuckers that were still working and they were essential. It's because of them that you had avocados to put on your motherfucking toast for the Uh, gram. Don't play with me. And another motherfucking thing. See, my thing is, if I was there, I would have said some shit. You know what I'm saying? But my thing, again, my thing is, is if you're going to have a conversation in person and you're not being discreet about it, you're not being quiet about it, expect for somebody to call you out. You want to have a public conversation? You're going to be addressed publicly. 
If not, if you want to say racist shit, if you want to spew that stupid ass rhetoric, have that conversation in your home. Like you just going to blatantly walk into a place where Latinos are the ones that are cooking. They're the ones that are cleaning and they're the ones that are serving your ass. And you have the audacity to sit there talking about Hispanics are lazy. If anybody's lazy, it's y'all motherfuckers because you could be cooking the same meal at home, but now you at a restaurant talking shit about how everybody else is lazy. I got questions. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Ruben, what had you fucked up? Yo, so... What's been having you fucked up? I mean, I want to say since July, I've been doing actually pretty good. Um, I haven't gone back to work, which that has me fucked up because it's like, yo, my resume looks happen. I actually went through my resume, did it over again with a friend who is a HR specialist. So I'm like, I know my resume is good. And no one has got back to me. So you know what? Fuck you all because I don't want to work for you anyways. (laughs) Um, But other than that, I mean, you know, I had a great rest of the summer. I partied a lot, which surprisingly I wasn't expecting because I was all like, you know, I'm not going to really party that much. Bitch, I was out there twerking and burping on every fucking weekend, any chance that I could. They gave a bitch a whip last spring. He chose... COVID-19 to turn up. Listen, I don't give a damn. COVID-19 can kiss my ass. Okay? Period. I can't stand you. I wore my mask, I used my hand sanitizer, and I did the damn thing. And let me just say that I have gotten tested five fucking times for COVID. Not because of anything, but because of the fact that I was like, okay, you know, I feel kind of guilty. Let me just go get tested. Mm. So, (laughs) that. Um, COVID still has me fucked up. Period. Point blank and poo. Like, I'm done with this fucking <laughs> pandemic. Point blank and poo. <laughs> like, it needs to fucking go. If I ever see this bitch down the street, I'm knocking her ass out. I mean, I'm glad she got the president, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I'm like, this is the first time that I'm on your side, shorty. I see you, Corona de la virus, okay? Yo, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Um, and anything else? Um... Having a car has me all the way fucked. Let me tell you the amount of paranoia that I have in me with this goddamn car because funds are so limited for me right now. And I don't have, like, I can't say to myself, like, oh, well, on Friday I have, you know, a $500 check coming. Or it's like unemployment is just like, no, you're going to get the least amount. And then we're going to collect taxes from that. (laughs) I'm like, okay, so... I've just been paranoid with the fucking car and these fucking drivers out here. Yo. New Hampshire is motherfucking Trump land. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. When this whole shit goes away and Trump is no longer in office, because I do believe in my soul that he will be out. Um, when all of this goes away, I don't want to hear nobody saying that New Hampshire is a great state. Fuck New Hampshire. Fuck everyone who lives there. Point blank and fucking period. Oh God, I'm done. Oh, 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 honey, I can let them know in their face. <laughs> I ain't fucking with you. Because literally, literally, and I went on Instagram and I talked about this. I went on the back road on a Friday and it was normal. I went on Monday morning and there was like a Trump sale. Somewhere in New Hampshire, because everyone had Trump flags, everyone flyers, they thought, they thought, everything, the lawn is, and I'm like. Nah, I believe it was, I read something that was like, it was a senator or algo así, somebody, somebody in some type of political power in New Hampshire that essentially said, if anybody has like Black Lives Matter, anything like on their lawn or on their house or whatever, like burn it down. And it's like, yo, wait, what? That's like Trump being like, proud boys, stand by. Stand back and stand by. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that. Um, 
Yeah, and then also anybody who drives a pickup truck, I can't fucking stand you, point blank and period. Like, you're fucking annoying. Small dick energy all the fucking way. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, yo. Period. I don't give a fuck. Everybody knows. Like, I, I'm like, yo, as I have began driving, like, I started to notice, like, people who drive pickup trucks really just have small dick energy. Like, they'll go on the fucking edge of your car and try to fucking hit your bumper and shit. You're like... Bro, but I'm I'm driving the speed limit. Like, why are you so pressed for? They'll try to go beside you, acting like they all powerful. No zeras. I'm like, but does your dick get hard? I'm co- I'm confused. Let's ask you. <laughs> does, does let's your, talk. Let's get out of the car and compare. Does your dick get hard, sir? Because <laughs> something tells me you have. I I just don't understand problems. why you're so mad. Like. Anyways, that has had me fucked up all summer long still to this day. Like, any pickup truck that's behind me is, like, PTSD. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, But other than that, I've been doing pretty good. I actually got to somewhat work out. You know, I've been kind of getting on a regular routine. I've been getting a little bit better with it. Good job. Um, Way better than what I was doing a year ago. Mentally, I am drained by all the news. I am exhausted from seeing all these people (laughs) who are just literally... Posting, register to vote, register to vote, register to vote, register to vote. Can you shut the fuck up? If I have a state ID, I'm registered to vote. You don't need to spam me in my goddamn inbox to register to vote. Point blank and period. I'm tired of seeing all these white cops get off Mm. on killing, you know, our people left and right. No, like, the Breonna Taylor situation had me crying in bed for about 10 minutes. That morning, I couldn't believe it. I was so down and out. Uh, it's just been a lot. It's been a lot, like, to receive and to get on social media and see all these things. And then to walk around your your own streets in your own city and see people just doing stupid shit, you know? Or even just saying stupid shit, Saying man. stupid like, shit and doing stupid shit. Like, like, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, yo, people dead ass send me. Like, these are people, like, I don't even fucking, I don't follow. I ain't cool with. Who I ain't has none t- of that. But the, my but thing is, like, who legit- has time to hit you up and be like... Well, all lives matter. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm speaking on people hitting me up, like screenshotting some some outlandish shit that somebody else said that they follow to be like, "Yo, peep this shit." And in my mind, I'm like, I really, like, yeah, it was entertaining that you, you know you 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 sent it my way. Um, but I'm gonna just put people on blast. Like I'm not I'm not gonna blast the people that sent it to me. But I'm dead gonna blast the people who posted that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I did it. I think it was last week. I blasted some dude who basically posted that um, Brianna Taylor. Like, they, why, why is there so much hype around her? If she, if you hang Ugh. around with thugs, then you're gonna get shot oh or everything God. like that. And I'm just like, I mean, without even knowing the facts behind the me story, me and this individual have already had it out on social media. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck for him. I don't care. I don't support him. I don't anything. But my my thing is, is me hinting like that ass. Like you guys need to be able to think for yourselves. Think for your motherfucking selves before you jump on any of this bullshit that people are spewing. And then at that, claim to be a godly person, a holy person, but there's so much motherfucking hatred in their hearts when they speak on the LGBTQIA plus community, when they speak on Black Lives Matter, when they speak on women in general. You know what I'm saying? There's so much motherfucking hate in their heart, but hide behind a motherfucking Bible. And then people think that they saying some shit because they use the Bible. Let's not ever get it fucked up, mi gente. Lucifer was once once a motherfucking angel, and now he's the devil. You better speak. 
You know what I'm saying? So stop with this bullshit or you're better than so-and-so because you you, you go to church on Sunday or you wake up and the Bible app is alerting you You of what what today's fucking word of the day is. You know what I'm saying? Like you got them fucking notifications on your phone and the Lord has you out here doing praise breaks. But at the same time, you fucking sucking like you. You're not following the word. And I feel like that that's a whole different that's a whole different ball. Nah, but people and it's, need- it's the equivalent to motherfuckers fucking around and quote unquote sinning on Saturday and they out here stomping and hooting and hollering in the church on Sunday. Like, I'm sorry, did the sin just stop because <laughs> you woke up at church on Sunday and I ain't nobody to judge. Do what you got to do, boo. But I got a problem with motherfuckers who really sit here and hide behind the motherfucking Bible saying all the shit that they saying, but they ain't really saying much. And you got or people sit reposting. Behind, sit behind the computer screen and just talk you got, all this then mess. You got people reposting it and shit like that. Yo, matter of fact, you know what just remind me? You got me fucked up. I spoke to a motherfucker one day. I told him about this because I was fucking pissed about this. We were talking, going, going back and forth, this, that, and the third, what have you. And the topic of the LGBTQIA plus community came up. And I couldn't, yo, me hint that, I couldn't even fucking tell you how this topic came up. I really, really, really couldn't. This individual said, nah, 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 keep that gay shit over there. And mm, I said... Because he's gay. What that mean? It means I'm gay, but I what don't do want to say keep it. that gay shit over there? He's like, I mean, I don't, I don't got a problem with it, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, Cause I gay. just know, like, what the Bible <laughs> says. And I'm like, and this is where y'all, people like, people like that get me fucked up. You get me fucked up. Who the fuck are you to judge anybody? If you really going to be about God, understand that God loves the sinner but hates the sin. You know what I'm saying? From what from what I learned. But you are not God to be sitting there and pointing a motherfucking finger. Because whatever finger you pointing, just don't ever get it twisted. Remember, there's three pointing back at you. So you out here doing all this bullshit in the streets. Right. But you have the nerve to be calling out someone else's quote unquote sin. Because Period. it's not what the fuck you do. It's not now what I you agree with. Ooh, child, don't, don't, don't get me on this mic doing all this. <laughs> no, I just I got a problem. Like I'm, and because I've had this conversation, like I, I'm tired of this bullshit conversation of like, like hiding behind the word of God. Like what? What even is that? And don't get it fucked up, mi gente. I have my conversation with the Lord every day. My relationship with the Lord is my relationship. I don't got to explain my relationship to not a motherfucking soul. Let's get that. Let's let's just get that shit clear. But when you're going to bring it to me and you're going to speak on some bullshit, I'm going to call you out on your bullshit. Now, this individual continued to speak on this, talking about, I got homies that ended up being gay that I never knew were gay. And, you know, I felt I felt a way about it because, like, I don't know if they go home and beat their meat to my to oh, my picture. And I'm like, do you? Can I, wait, wait, wait. Can I just say a PSA? Go ahead. And I want to say this to every straight man and okay. female out there who yes. thinks these things. Let them know. We don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> Stay your ass and that's on in your little block thing. of the fucking earth. We don't want you. Not every gay man wants to fuck every man. Now, if you look good. We want, you know, it, it, might, it, it might be a possibility, a, might, but be. even at that, I think the respect factor and I, like I've spoken to straight men before and they're like, yo, I admire that shit. Like that shit is, that, it's not hot. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, but they're not into that, but they're just like, yo, like I I'm look popping. good. I look you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm popping. And a confident man won't have a problem with another man telling him, yo, you cute. That's what I posted on Instagram back in August. I'm like, yo, just be gay with me. <laughs> Just be gay with me. Like, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna get serious. It ain't gonna, but just be gay with me. Like, you could be straight with all your friends, but just be gay with me. Like, if I tell you, yo, you look good, 
Stop that toxic masculinity. Like, Yo, what? You better speak on it. That fragile masculinity. Oh, don't, don't talk. What you mean? That's, what do that, you mean, bro? No you homo, look good. No homo. And why do I have to say no homo? <laughs> I am homo. <laughs> what, I are just, we, what are we the doing? The conversation fucked me up. I'm like, again, because and why I bring this up is because it, it stemmed from, you know, someone talking about their relationship with God, and then it got to that. And it just pissed me off because it was like, my mind went, I just, sometimes I wish I'm not, I wasn't as like, Articulate. Not articulate, not as, I feel like I'm not, I have like a hyper awareness right now. So when I literally am now dissecting things that people are saying, mm. and that might've been something that like maybe a year ago, I would have just shrugged off and kept it pushing. But now I'm at the point now where if someone's saying some wild outlandish shit, I'm just going to call that shit out. Like I'm going to make you feel so fucking dumb that you're not even going to want to approach me again after that shit. You know what I'm saying? So keep that gay shit over there. He, my, my boys know to keep that gay shit over there. My boys know. So you're They're asking, your so you're asking to somebody suppress to suppress a part of themselves to make you feel comfortable? Because you're white? Christian? Like, what is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? But I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But then the way that you speak on, the way that you speak on women and then you oh but 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 when women do it it's hot, I'm right. Oh, it's not that serious. So now you're coming for lesbians saying that what they do is not that serious because it's hot to you. Now you're still coming for their identity. I'm fucking confused, mi gente. Leave it alone. Just, just girl. you know what I'm saying. Like if you just don't fucking speak on it. I hear you. Don't speak on it. And me as a, I'm like, and you talking to the wrong one, bro. I'm an ally. Like what the? F- of course I'm gonna call you out on this bullshit. Now he looking at me like I'm crazy. And he was like, Oh, have you ever been hit on? Plenty of times. <laughs> Everybody literally. Okay, let's times. let's talk about Nina's history right now. Everybody literally think thought thought and probably still think. <laughs> And who gives a fuck right. that she was or is a lesbian? Mm-hmm. She is not lesbian. Okay, let's leave that right there. Mm-hmm. Now, I, let me tell you guys all something. This shorty Max. <laughs> Max like a Big Mac. <laughs> With the sauce. Okay. So, if there was ever a question, this is the episode where we have cleared it. So, please. No, that ass. Like, I've had people legit hit me up to be like, yo, quick question. You gay? Nah, I'm not, but thanks for the compliment. <laughs> then that's all it is, and keep it pushing. Like, I've had women be like, oh, my God, Nina, if you were gay, I would treat you so good. I would, And I'm sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you don't. Man, I'm not. <laughs> but you're not a man, so I don't know what to tell you. Like, I like men. I am a cisgendered woman. Like, I identify with my assigned genitalia, a vagina, thank you. My pronouns are she and her. And I'm heterosexual. Thank you very fucking much. (laughs) When I check female, male, or other, I'm checking female. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. This dude really just had me fucked up. Like, it just didn't make any motherfucking sense to me. Like, I can't, mi gente. Like, I really can't. (laughs) And with all of that juiciness, I think we're good to wrap it up and head over to our next section, which is... Ay, bendito. Hey, welcome back, welcome back. This is I Bendito, the part of the show where we touch local headlines or media headlines, mm-hmm. dissect, discuss, and give you a little, you know, a little something to talk about. You know, con cafecito y un pan ahí. I just want to clear something up. <laughs> I really do want to clear something up. So after ba- many, many a back and forths between Ruben and I, 
on, you know, when it came to restructuring the show and this, that, and the third, and, like, I had people give me feedback <laughs> and things like that. And Ruben really put it into perspective for me because at first I was like, you know what, y'all motherfuckers is right. Y'all motherfuckers is right. Let me, t- let, me, let me talk to my other half. And then after talking to my other half, he talked some sentence to me and all that energy I had, I don't have it anymore. Um, this part of the show is important because I think that we can get so wrapped up in what's just going on here in the city that we don't think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. So if anytime we bring something up here on this platform and you're listening, then we're doing you a service because you may not have known that the presidential debate was this past week because you were so wrapped up in Savage Fenty dropping a new line for men. Which is lit. Let me just Which say, they had lit. a thick model. However, Ooh. that... That is like minute compared to the state of the country right now. You know what I'm saying? Now, the debate wasn't shit. It wasn't shit. Y'all didn't miss much. <laughs> but I also like, and I said this to you, know, like, I think it is important to have these conversations because of the fact that, to second what she just said, literally nobody talks about these things out mm. here. And we're coming from two... People need to understand that, like, Nina and I come from two different sides of the tracks. Like, we see things so completely different. We're never, you know, and it's never like if we're on, we're not on the same page, we hate each other. It's literally just like, bro, we brought, we were brought up to different ways. We're, we're like, we see things completely different. Like, she might not care about Rihanna Fenty line, but you hear me over here, I'm like, this shit was late, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think that's what makes a good show. And it's a that's, balance. You know, and this section literally shows that for us. So right. let's get right into it. Yes. I, I, Go ahead. Hit him, hit him with it. Let's hit talk about the presidential it. motherfucking debate. <laughs> the comedy show that was on Fox. <laughs> okay. For free. Yo. When I tell you that, like, I was cracking the fuck up. Like, oh, it, is so, it, it is so sad to say that. But literally, like, this is the first presidential debate that I think in all my years that I've actually been paying attention to. And that's because, like, this man is literally out to just fucking get us. So I'm like, I got to really be on my P's and Q's with this shit. Mm. Like, um, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016 because I'm not a dumbass. Um, <laughs> so, like, I, people are like, I voted for him as a joke. Oh, you think that the way the country's ran is you a know joke? You people who voted for him Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I remember 2016, my coworker, shout out Anna from Movement City, she dragged me to go vote. And I was like, I'm not voting. Ain't nobody I believe in. Da, 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 da. You know, all that ghetto mess that people talk when they don't know what the fuck to do. Um, mm. So then she's like, you're going to go vote. And she dragged me in her car, brought me to the Bruce. I voted. And I was like, this is why I don't vote. Because look at the shit that happens. <laughs> like, this motherfucker won. And this presidential debate, this is the first one that I've ever, you know, I ever watched. And I cracked up so much because it's, it's, laughable at what is going on right now. This man, you know, Trump didn't give this man a solid two minutes to talk. I was like, I need to go over there and do do podcast classes for these motherfuckers to learn how to take lessons, to to take turns, should I say. The narrator or the moderator, whatever the fuck his title is, had no control over the conversation, not the, one was, bit. He was the kindergarten teacher. I was like, to wrangle up his his toddlers. So now, because of that debate, while moving forward, they will be blocked. They will be turning off the mics if it's not your turn to answer because of that debate. But it doesn't matter anyways because uh, the president supposedly got COVID, which is all 
in my like I, I see it the way Charlemagne sees it. Like you it's a cover right? up. It's a yeah. fucking cover up. Now that you got all this negative media now headline, it's now it's fourteen days of you quarantining and and you don't have to do all this. Listen, people, wake up. This man is pulling out all the stops. He's mm-hmm. said it before. He will not be leaving the White House even if he is voted out. He will not be leaving the White House. He will not pass it over. This right now is the time to be waking up and paying attention to what's going on. Ask your parents did they register to vote? If you did not watch the presidential debate, it is on YouTube. Do take some time out of your day. It's an hour and a half long of just comedy, but it's also super sad to see that this is where the greatest country, and I say that loosely, the greatest country in the world is right now. Right. You know, and I think that, you know, I get where people are coming from. Joe Biden should have spoke up. He should have said this. He should have said that. But then I think to myself, you know, Maybe not everybody's the same in in those situations. And I feel like Joe Biden, you could tell in his face that he was getting so frustrated with the way this man was carrying that conversation. Mm. Like, literally, like, I feel like I was, I saw a little bit of me and Joe Biden. Because when I get angry and, like, I start arguing, I start laughing. I start saying something like, really, this bitch not going to let me talk. Like, I start, like, I don't know, trying to find a way to calm down. Yeah. And, like, that's what I saw in Joe Biden. Like, he was just like... (laughs) Really, like, and I feel like Joe Biden was like, I really have to stand here and, okay, okay, because does everybody see this? This man is bragging about bringing football back. Who the fuck asked for that? (laughs) Like, no one in the world asked for football to come back. It's bragging Which is crazy ab- because all of the Trump supporters that wanted football to come back, y'all know you're cheering for black athletes. Okay. Um, he wanted, you know, he, he brought up that law enforcement was on his side. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. In case you didn't see what the problem was, right there, that's the problem. Mm. I was like, you really just said that on national television, like you're bragging, like you're doing something great. Do you not see that the world, I mean, not the world, the he country. He tried to come for Biden talking about he wears a mask every time I see him. And a day later, <laughs> supposedly gets COVID. I found that to be the most funniest part. The most ironic um, part. I think that it was a fucking low, disgusting blow to sit there and bring up his child's drug abuse problem. And I love Joe Biden's response for that. I love that Joe Biden said, you know, yeah, you know, connected with the camera, with the audience and said, yeah, my son had a drug abuse problem and we're working through that. Because a lot of households that we are all from, we all have that one or two family members who are dealing with drug abuse issues and we know what that struggle is like. So, yes, I was like, brownie points, okay, Biden? brownie points there was things that he could have touched i love his new green initiative talking about how they're trying to build you know buildings to you know because in case anybody doesn't notice like we're, we really just have seven years on this fucking earth according to this clock that went up in Times square like right, yeah, according yeah, yeah, to yeah. the carbon footprint like shit is about to get motherfucking real in the next seven years unless we don't make some drastic changes and let me just let everybody know that a year or two ago that was predicted for 10 to 15 years out and in just one or two years it came down to seven years that's how drastic this is right now mm. and people are like i i'm, I'm doing good I, I i'm just gonna yeah i'm doing good Let's all think about these wildfires, 114 wildfires going on in California right now on the West Coast. Like, all of that is killing us. But anyways, I digress. What did you think about the presidential debate? I mean, I watched it, and I just, I couldn't, y'all ever just be chilling, doing whatever you're doing, and then think to yourself, like, this is really life right now. Like, this is not just because of the presidential debate. But, like, 
yo, 2020 is real. Like, this is not, this is not a, this isn't a hoax. This isn't, you're not just going to wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really, like, this is real time. Like, it, as I was watching the debate, I'm like, yo, this is really what we're dealing with right now. Like, what, what, how did we get here? When did we get here? Like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that next year, 2021, I'm going to be celebra- celebrating my 10-year high school reunion. Like, I'm still, I, in my mind, I still feel like high school was yesterday. Um, so when it comes to, you know, I, I did vote in 2016. Um, shout out to my, to my teammate, um, Tatiana Murray, who was like, oh, you voting today? I was like, no, I'm not voting. My vote doesn't matter. Yeah, I was that person <laughs> that spit that rhetoric. I think a lot of people were. And they were like, what the fuck, Nina? And they literally dragged me to City Hall, dragged me down to City Hall, and we went and we voted. And I voted in the 2016 election. Uh, no, I didn't vote for Trump, because again, like Ruben said, only dumbasses did. Um, or what was the gorilla's name? Harambe. Or him. People voted. People wrote his name in. Oh, yeah, they put him in, for the, in, the, <laughs> in the ballot. But um, as I was watching it, I was, you know... Again, it's one of those situations where you you have to pick lesser of the two evils. Um, it's like I saw a post that was like, Biden, just to be clear, we're not voting for you because we want to. We just don't want Trump. Like, that's literally what it is. And and I'm going to be honest, like I haven't been, you know, I watched the, the Democratic debate um, over the summer. Um, I watched a couple of those. I didn't watch the Republican Um but that was at the point where they were like still shoot like everybody was debating on why they should run for president for the Democratic Party, um, so that was like way way into it. Um, I believe it was last year, last summer. Yep, it was definitely last summer. Um, and I started getting a little more involved, and then um, COVID hit, and we had more time to sit at home or whatever. But um, there's still a lot of things that I'm not clear on. Still a lot of things that I'm learning. But I think that we as a community need to stop being complacent and thinking that someone's going to do it for us. Okay, thank you. No one's going to do it for us. Like, okay, you thank need to you. get the fuck up. If you can get up and go sit down at Tera Luna to have an overpriced drink and an overpriced meal, you can go wait in fucking With line to vote. the underserviced. Right. <laughs> if you have the patience to sit and wait for your waitress oh, I went to at Tera Luna, Luna this to past come summer. back to serve you... I got, to, I got to experience that. You have the patience to essentially go stand at one of the public schools and wait for your turn to vote. Like, you have no fucking excuse. And also, let me just say, like, not to interrupt you, but let me just say that, people, there is a vote early option. You can vote early. You don't have to wait till November 3rd. If COVID is such a concern for you, if that is such a concern, you can vote early. As of um, October 17th, I believe, you can vote early at City Hall and you can ask them how you can go about doing that. You can also do a mail-in ballot. Like, there's options, mm-hmm. people, that we can utilize. Get whoever is in your household out there to vote. Our That's lives familiar. literally depend on it. Or, you know, don't come. I don't want to hear no complaints the next four years. Yo, Dada. I don't want to hear what was that mean? one person say, oh, this guy's race. Yeah, you knew that, you dumbass. Knew. Did you check if your uncle or aunt voted? <laughs> Like, what was that meme that was like, oh, so y'all don't want to go out and vote? I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear nothing but you, but Negro spirituals when y'all back out in the fields <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the next four years. That's facts, bro. That's facts. Like, it's that Yo. crucial. And I feel like people are just like so passive about it. And I'm like, you don't have to be all poli- all political all the time, but you just need to know what's going on. I still talk to people who 
literally think that this is all like not real like it's not gonna happen he'll never do anything i'm like do you not see that it takes four years for actions to go into place and then another four years for them to actually happen Mm. so if you give one president eight years a lot of things can change Mm. let's remember that Bueno, mi gente, we're going to go right into our next little, not section, but topic, topic for this section. Um, and I'm just going to speak on... <laughs> Ruben's laughing because he's like, yo, Nina, do you want to open up that can of worms? I do, because I'm coming, I'm coming at it from a good place. Um, I know that there's this, this campaign right now on Lawrence to... Um, on Lawrence Street to paint Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> from, I think it's starting from like the, not from the library, but the beginning of the common to the end of the common. Um, and they're raising money for that. And my my opinion on that is, because I've had many, many people send this to me. And I thought it was a dope idea. And then I really, truly sat and thought about it. And here's my take on it. Leave that shit to the major cities. Leave it to Boston. Leave it to New York. Leave it to Chicago. Leave it to Atlanta. Um, Leave it to L.A. Leave it to the major cities. Leave it to Houston. Um, There are so many other things that we as a community can put our money towards to better our community. Painting Black Lives Matter in front of the Lawrence YMCA across from the Common Park is not it. I really truly don't. I don't don't see it. It doesn't make sense to me. It truly doesn't. You want to know what makes sense to me? The fact that the Lawrence YMCA hasn't been able to be full to capacity and get our teens off the streets because we had to shut down a gym in order to accommodate expanding both preschool and school age. So they lost the gym. And I know a lot of y'all brothers out there were playing basketball in that gym for hours, kept y'all off the streets for years because y'all was balling up at the YMCA because there was two gyms and now there's only one. Now there is an expansion that they're trying to ha- that they're, that's trying to take place at the Lawrence YMCA and the community, the community involvement isn't where it should be. I think that money can go towards the expansion so that way the YMCA can actually expand and then we can have, we can have our gyms back. We can open up more programs to the kids. We can have a bigger capacity once COVID is no longer a thing. There are so many things. Movement City. Movement City wants to expand as well. They want to get into a bigger, into a bigger facility so that way they can expand and they can cater to a bigger audience. They can get more kids and they can get more kids off the street. Why aren't we talking about these things? What the fuck is painting Black Lives Matter in front of the North Common going to do for this city? What is it going to do? And I understand the message that you're trying to get across, Mm -hmm. but I just think that if you're going to, if you want to be about your city, that's not it. Put your money towards organizations, towards things that are actually working for the city that th- where things can get done again there are many many expansions that can happen but the community involvement is not there it's not happening and then you want to just put some paint on the road how about we talk about repainting street signs let's talk about you know let's, let's talk about repaving streets repaving that, streets you know, let's like, talk about you know putting in proper crosswalks for the kids in school zones oh my god i saw this in um in andover they have literally lights 
And as a driver, like, I can say when someone is crossing, it's hard for me to see as is. But they literally have lights above the crosswalks now, like, by... I don't know that college up there. Merrimack? Merrimack. Merrimack College. Um, and I was like, this is such an amazing idea to put, like, around the Common Park or in dark areas in Lawrence where you're driving around and there's literally no light for you to see. There's a, Basically, there's other things where that money can go to as in the a community, community we can you know? come together to raise the money and i definitely do understand i understand both sides like i understand the message behind it but like when i first saw it i was like mm, okay well i mean what is that really gonna do for us you know besides a great photo op for a lot of people exactly 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 <laughs> we don't need any more for the gram <laughs> shit mi gente and y'all know that when I speak on something I'm very passionate about it it doesn't matter what it is and I wholeheartedly want to see this this city flourish I want to see this city fucking thrive so when I see stuff like that and I see how quickly people were able to band together for some paint I have a problem but not with the sentiment but with the fact that again do your research there's so much that can get done in this city with that money, and you can be a part of that change. But we're misplacing our money, and we're trusting we're trusting it to something. We're trusting it to something else, and it's gonna it's gonna take faith. You know what I'm saying? Like when I did the when Kayla Rodriguez and I did the supply drive for teachers last summer, you had to trust that the money y'all were sending us, we were gonna use, and we did that, and we made a lot of people happy. We got to keep that same energy to put forth certain things. Well, there was only maybe one or two book bag drives that I know of that took place in this city this year. Even though kids were virtual learning, they still needed supplies. Even though parents were mad ungrateful. And, exactly. But you got to, you know, <laughs> which you're absolutely right. And you, But when you do stuff like this, but you got to understand. Good to it, do it, it felt good. You, know? you got to understand that you're. you're Shout out Women's City. For, Shout all out the, the for, one of, for all the one or two dickheads that you get, there's going to be 10, 15 people that are so appreciative for it. You know? Band together. Send these teachers that are still working from these schools doing virtual learning, send them a care package. Use that money for something. I don't, I don't, it, to me, it doesn't make sense to paint Black Lives Matter in this city when the money that's being raised for it can go towards so many other things. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Okay. Um, let's get, let's get a little bit uh, more into entertainment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we went really political. Let's talk about Amanda Seals because oh. I know... Love her. You know that you know we always gotta bring up Amanda Seals. I love her. Amanda Seals and her fight with the real about the Smart Funny and Black and the Black Lives Matter University. Um, I think it was completely clueless distasteful. and yeah, distasteful of all those hosts, four of them, four women. No, so apparently, before you say what you're gonna say, because okay. I, I had to stay. Because you know energy. where I'm going with this. I had the same energy. How were? How didn't you know that that was gonna be put up? She and did, and I was like, well, Adrian's doing other things because you know no. I only stick up for Adrian. <laughs> no. Um. So Amanda did. I I was reading the comments. Amanda did say, like, so a fan did say, and all those women on that panel couldn't, like, they didn't it have anything to say. It doesn't come from them. It's not their decision. Right. No, no, no. So they don't see the graphics until the day that it airs. So they didn't know Which that that was going to be Which put up. Sense. However, I find it, I don't know what a table reading looks like. I don't know what it looks like behind the scenes of a daytime television show, of a talk show. I don't know what that looks like. I just find it... 
when I've heard them speak, and I've been watching the reel since their pilot season back in like 2015, um, 2015, 2014, it was around there. I just have a really hard time wrapping my head around how when they speak on, you know, when we're at the table reading, they have, they like make, they've made like little comments about like, you know, I'd be looking at Tamara's face or I'd be looking at Jeannie's face during the table reading, or, you know, we have to make sure we read up on the topics. I just don't understand how that wasn't mentioned. Hmm. That you're going to run a Black Lives Matter university, even after you, you, you parted ways with Amanda Seals, who was one of the former, who was a former co-host, you part ways, even and even at- when she was on the show, she did the segment "Smart, Funny, and Black" on the show with the guests. So y'all really had the audacity to pull that idea and say, and that's where I was gonna. I, I literally just grabbed Nina's knee, like even after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's literally where I was gonna go with that. Like, you had the queen of 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 activism, of of speaking up, of like all of this on there and you literally watched her leave and do these interviews about how she couldn't be black enough on the show and then you're gonna come you out a black lives matter university yeah, i was like i was like make it so make confused sense. i was so confused anyways make it sense. we say all of that to say that we're moving to our next section which is caldero talk Before we get into all that, let's take a break. All right, mi gente. So we're going to jump right into Caldero Talk. Caldero Talk. It's going to be it's gonna be short and sweet, like Ruben says, um, just because we can. Because um, it's our show. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to actually give you guys a reason. Um, that's the fun part. Okay. Um, so... I mentioned earlier how there's like I'm there's like a hyper awareness um, that I have given the climate that we're in right now um, in terms of us speaking on Black Lives Matter, systemic racism, you know, white people, Karens. What 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 what, what are we calling men? Kevin. Yeah. I was, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin and Karen. Some algo así. I don't know. And I actually wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to call them Dugs. Ooh, That's such a Cody. white name. Cody. Doug. Cody's really white. No shade toward any towards any color Doug. But that's a white name. Or Dick. There it is. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm just gonna actually jump on I'm gonna jump on the topic. And so this summer I was able to this is one this is one of those moments where I had I called Ruben and he said, Listen, Nina, what we're doing is one of those things where you kind of just have to have thick skin. And I, 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 I have thick skin. Um, the problem that I had um, with this situation was that I thought somebody had my back. And they didn't, which is fine. Um, no, that's a fucking lie. It's not fine. <laughs> I'm all set with that right, friendship. Right, I'm like, wait a minute. It's, I'm all set with that friendship. Um, we'll see where it goes. Um, but for right now, I'm good. Um, so I went on, I went on a, little, like a little trip real quick to the boonies and I came um I had a situation happen where somebody called out wait before you get into all that 
Before you get into all that, let me paint the picture. Because that day we had the photo shoot, I believe. And we just got the... Nina worked. Nina did the photo shoot. Then literally had dinner. And then literally jumped on a two and a half hour drive Mm -hmm. out there. And then this happens. So we, get, I get there. We're on a, a little reunion trip. And I'm going to call it what it is. I'm going to say what it is. So I went on a reunion trip to meet up with the people that I went to South Africa with. Cool, what have you. I ain't say nothing on social media because I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it short, sweet, and simple. Like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to reflect on it. I'm going to do what I have to do before I speak on it. And now I'm speaking on it. So you're welcome, mi gente. Um, <laughs> so I go up. I go up. I didn't, I, at this, I actually wasn't going to go. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm actually not going to go. Like, whatever. Like, you could send me back my money, whatever, what have you. And I was like, nah, you know what? I'm feeling good. Like, let me go out. Let me see these people. Let me say what's up. Let me see how everybody's doing. You know, everybody just got out of quarantine, whatever, what have you. This is in Vermont. This is two and a half hours away. I got there at midnight. So I get there. Everyone's like, yo, what up, Nina? What up, Nina? Hey, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? How you guys living? This, that, and the third. Yo, how you been? Oh, I just got... So Frito Speaks just got a studio. I quit my job today. Like, I was hype. I was just... The energy was right. You know, I, I ain't, ain't going to hold back on this topic for the simple fact that I didn't hold back when I spoke on my experience in South Africa. Point blank and period. Like I said, keep in mind, mi gente, my experience, how I interpreted the trip. I think motherfuckers forgot that. Um, so we're, whatever, we're, what have you. We're having a good time. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's, you know, whatever. Cool. Certain individual kept bringing up the podcast. And I'm like, yo, we're not even talking about the podcast. That's wild. So I kept brushing it off. I kept brushing it off. Kept brushing it off. Kept brushing it off. Cool. Saturday comes. That was Friday night. Well, it was technically Saturday morning because I got there at midnight. Saturday comes. This individual continues. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Yo, I'm dead just sitting here. I'm not even fucking saying anything at this motherfucking point. What the fuck is this dude's problem, bro? What's good with him? So I'm like, Nina, you know what? Let, let's not do this. Let's not because it can go from zero to 100 way too quick. And you're not trying to paint yourself in that kind of light. It is what it is. Cool. Saturday night comes. We all went out to dinner. And I was going to leave because I had to work Sunday. I was going to leave after dinner and I was going to head home. I was probably going to go home around like 10, 11 o'clock, which is not too bad. Cool. Wouldn't be a Nina story if I didn't give you like small details. <laughs> um, so this individual thought he was being funny, thought he was being a man. <laughs> don't, don't do that around me because I'm going to call it out. He was actually on the phone with a girl who didn't speak fluent English. Um, and he thought he was being slick and he was trying to get the waitress's number while he was on the phone with Shorty. Shorty's Latina. So not only is this man disrespecting a female, he disrespecting one of mine. He's disrespecting Latina. <laughs> Don't do it. So I let Shorty know that he, <laughs> homeboy, I said it in Spanish to me, gente. I don't know where that Spanish came from, but it came out. I was so pissed. Because it pissed me off because everybody else at the table was laughing at this motherfucker, like, like gassing him up like he the man. Nah, he's being straight disrespectful. He got a whole girl on the phone and he's trying to get another shorty's number. Nah, I'm going to call that fucker real. You're not going to disrespect a woman in front of me, motherfucker. You could do that shit behind closed doors and apparently with your friends because y'all got it fucked That's up. That's how they get damn. That, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't shit for calling that out. I'm wrong for calling that out. <laughs> Let me not use the word culture shock. Um... So I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right. So I call, I called it out. I told Shorty what was going on. I said, yo, yo, but this motherfucker's really sitting here disrespecting you like that. I said it all in Spanish, whatever, what have you. She was like, oh, in serio. I was like, yo. 
sorry that you don't know what the fuck he's saying because English isn't your first language. <laughs> like, I'm going to help you out, though. And so he had the audacity to be like, damn, Nina, what the fuck? Like, why'd you do that? And I was, and I told, look, that motherfucker dead in his eye. And I told him because you're not disrespecting a woman in front of me. Point blank and period, bro. Eat your fucking, eat, eat your food, bro. Like, that's it. Whatever. So we get back to the, we get back. We pull up back to the crib, whatever. This other dude who was just like mad, being mad inappropriate with me, which is why we need to stop that bullshit of boys will be boys. And that whole, oh, he doesn't mean any harm by it. It's just so-and-so. What the fuck does that have to do with me? Right. I, that's not my boy. That's not how, how me and my friends get down. Yo, I had a whole dude lick my arm and, like, kiss me on my arm when I wasn't paying attention be- and was mad because I wouldn't show him my toes. Bro, what the fuck is that? And then everybody was laughing. Oh, it's just so-and-so. He's just, it's just so-and-so. And I'm like, no, like, I'm thoroughly uncomfortable. What the fuck is that? Like, what is that? You invaded my space. Now, if I punch you in the motherfucking face, I'm the problem. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that does not make sense. And then when, when, when someone lets you know they're uncomfortable and they speak up on it and you sit there and you, and you try to justify the situation like, oh, no, they, they, they don't mean any harm by it. They don't mean any And mi gente, we seem to forget about Brock Turner, who only served six months in jail because, oh, we don't want to ruin his record because he's a good kid. But yet he raped a female behind a dumpster and there were witnesses. But he's a good kid, though. That's where my fucking mind goes when people fuck with me like that. My mind just starts to go to news articles. My mind starts to go to these areas because you, you guys think that it's this little, but on a major scale, it's so much fucking bigger. So if somebody speaks out on something, like give them the fucking respect in respecting them speaking out on it. Why do I have to get mad? Why do I have to fear fulfilling a stereotype of being an angry Latina because I'm calling out bullshit because y'all are so fucking weak that you can't call it out because you'd rather Ooh. sit there and kiki at it than actually have somebody's back. But let's not ever get it fucked up because the X amount of years y'all been friends, that's where your loyalty lies. I prefer quality versus quantity. I don't give a fuck how many years I've been cool with you. I have people who have shown me more loyalty in six months than motherfuckers I've been fucking with for 16 years. Don't fuck with me when it comes to that shit and don't spit that bullshit rhetoric my way. Anyways, I'm going to continue. That was just another piece of the weekend. This dude continues, continues. We all sitting on the balcony enjoying it. I'm mute, mi gente. When I tell you guys, I was just observing my environment. I decided I'm not going to go home. I'm going to just wake up early. I'm going to drive home. Cool. This dude comes to me again, and now he's mocking me. And I'm like, yeah, nah, we're done playing nice. So I, and it was a split. It was a switch that went off. So I finally called him out. I said, yo, what the fuck is your problem? Like, you keep mentioning this. What, should, what, do, you, what do you mean? You know, I, 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 I didn't say nothing. I wasn't saying anything. What do, you, what do you mean? Now, this suddenly this motherfucker has amnesia. This motherfucker <laughs> don't know where the fuck he at. Short term. Short term memory loss. How convenient. <laughs> Coming for me. And, and all that to say... He had an issue with me speaking on my experience in South Africa. And I let him know, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to stop you right there. But like you said, you're mad at my take on South Africa. However, where you had me fucked up, it's my take on South Africa. It's how I experienced it. All that for him to be like, well, no one gives a fuck about what you have to say. No one has, no, okay, no one gives a fuck about what I have to say. <laughs> There was literally four parts to this episode because remember season two, we split our episodes into Tuesday, Thursday. Cool. So there was two episodes about South Africa. However, they were split. So there's four. They were each an hour and some change long. 
So I let this motherfucker know. I said, so no one gives a fuck about what I have to say. Mm, interesting. Did you listen to every single episode? Did you listen to all the South Africa trip episodes? Yeah. So let me get this straight. You listen to four hours of me talking about my experience in South Africa, but you claim no one gives a fuck about what you have to say, but you tuned in every time an episode aired about South Africa. Mm-hmm. Confusion. Make it make sense, because it seems to me like you really gave a fuck about what I had to say. You cared, cared. Cool. Now, the problem is that he acted like I gave a fuck about his opinion. I'm not speaking to white men of privilege. That's not my audience. That's not, Ruben, that's who we catered to? I'm sorry, who we catered to? The people of color. Okay, thank you. Grazie. Okay. It's a podcast by who? By us. For, for who? For us. Stupid. <laughs> for Latinos, by Latinos. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So miss me with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So we're going back and forth. Individual who I thought would have had my back walked out. That heard you. So now I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, Nina. And, I, and I'm composed, mi gente. Like, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm fuming on the inside. Lord, I am fuming. And I'm still trying to understand the motherfucker who's coming for me. I'm still trying to seek understanding. I'm still trying to see his perspective. That's the crazy part. That's how I know I'm matured. I have matured through time. So, okay, I bet. So I got up. I excused myself. I, I left. I went downstairs to the room I was staying in. The balcony was right above the room I was staying in. My window was open. This motherfucker started talking shit. I said, bet. I ran my ass back upstairs. And I said, yo, so what's up? I leave for fucking two minutes, and now you got something to say when for the last 15 I've been giving you the floor, and for suddenly, and suddenly you had amnesia. You ain't know what the fuck you was saying. Yo, say what you got to say, bro. I'm trying to understand which way you coming Stand from. I'm trying to see where I was where I was wrong. If you going to say some shit, you going to say some shit, be about that shit. Say that shit with your motherfucking chest, bro. Come on. Whatever. I, 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 what do you mean? I wasn't even fucking saying anything. Like, what do you mean? We weren't even talking about you, Nina. I'm like, all right. So now all of y'all are fucking liars. Okay, bet. I said, you know what? Y'all not even worth my motherfucking time. Then someone else decides to chime in, t- taps me on my knee. Yo, Nina, just let it, let's let it go, let it go. I'm like, motherfucker, no, I'm not going to let it go because he been coming for me and coming for me. Why is it that ain't nobody telling this motherfucker to let it go, but for some reason y'all want me to let it go? Am I making too much motherfucking sense? This is bullshit. Y'all, y'all had, not only that, we're adults. We are adults. If you had an issue with something that I said on my podcast, you could have addressed me. You could have had a conversation with me. We could have, yo, I would have taken, we could have went out for brunch. We could have had lunch. I don't give a fuck. We could have sat, we could have talked, we could have had right a conversation. Right time in the right place. Exactly. But you wanted to address it in a group manner, so I'm a fucking come for you in a group manner. You know what I'm saying? You could have pulled me aside and said, yo, Nina, I was actually looking forward to come to seeing you. You know, I really wanted to talk to you. But now nah, you wanted to sit there and show me fake love all weekend and then have little stupid I ass comments. I think not only that, but also to taunt you in front of a group of people, a group of white people at that. that they're not my friends. I found that to be the most. But this is where people get it fucked up. And then for, at my drive home, I'm thinking I'm the wrong. I'm wrong because... I let them know we're not friends. We shared an experience together. Not everybody who walks into my life I consider a friend, yo. This is where y'all got it fucked up. 
Not everybody is your motherfucking friend. And I move in that manner. I don't think I'm cool with everybody. I don't call everybody a friend. I'm okay with calling people an acquaintance. Somebody I shared a moment in time with. I'm okay with that. But y'all want to sit. This motherfucker had the nerve. I think you're fake. Fucking spell that. What is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Fake. I'm fake, but I'm literally telling you everything that I. I'm. It's not adding up, mind you. I looked at this man again, dead in his face, and told him that he's insecure as a man, and he adapts the. He literally adapts the personality of whoever he's around mm -hmm. because he doesn't have his own and he's so insecure that he feels like he needs to act out and That's up in order to feel like he's somebody a part of the motherfucking group and if they listen to this episode i told you that you might have been too drunk to remember it but i said it so we got a problem we can hash it out because i'm not gonna sit here and have you fucking come for me and you're going to think that you right. So, okay, cool. So the person who I thought was going to have my back want to hit me with this little quiet-ass text talking about, don't mind so-and-so, he's drunk. <clears throat> so you just going to dismiss me but justify his actions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, nah, that's not good enough for me. And I understand it's an awkward situation to be in because this is your boy for X amount of years. And, you know, we probably only been friends for like a year and some change. But right. at the end of the day, I would go up to bat for this person in their absence and in their presence. My loyalty wouldn't waver. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody moves like that, which is fine. And this is actually an individual who I considered a friend. I'll tailor that language and wrap my brain around it so that that's no longer the case, which is fine. So me and this individual have not spoken in about a month. They've reached out, they've reached out, they've reached out. I didn't have the fucking words to say what the fuck I needed to say, so I just didn't say anything at all, which is, which is fine. You're, we are you're able in, to do that, me You're entitled they, to I that. I am entitled to need that. To, I always tell people, I don't need to respond to you. That's selfish of you for thinking that, like... Right. I'm entitled to, to my time. Like, I need time to heal. I'll reach out when I reach out. Right. Period. And if you, mi gente, if you've ever been in a situation where you're not trying to be a stereotype, if you've ever been in a situation where your character has been questioned and someone has come for your character and you have to remain composed for the simple fact that, and me in this situation, I didn't want to come off as the angry Latina because I could have been kicking, stomping, and screaming. Yo, I, was, I wanted to hit this motherfucker, honestly. If I'm being honest, I did. I did, I did, I did. Because again, he's mad at and waited X amount of months to even approach the situation, whatever. The amount of strength that it took for me to compose myself in order to continue to try to have a conversation with this individual was very taxing on me. And I'm constantly saying, protect your peace. And in that moment, I wasn't protecting my peace because I continued to let him continue talking when I should have just walked away when it started. I should have. But I'm like, nah, I need to hear what this motherfucker has to say about me. And I was like, I want to hear it. Let me, let me hear what he has to say. And then let me watch the group as this shit is being said, because I was going to learn a lot about these motherfuckers that night solely based off of this one individual. Mm. And I did. And now I act accordingly. So 
when I got, and I, I, I left, I sat in my car, and when I, I'm telling y'all, when I sat in my car and I finally fell apart, I wasn't crying because I was upset. No, no, no. I was crying because it's illegal to kill motherfuckers. That's why I was crying. And the fact that I couldn't let out and act out the way that I wanted to, it was a lot of energy that was bottled up for that amount of time that I didn't know where to put it. So I started crying, like, but like hyperventilating, like that's, that is, that situation robbed me of my peace in that moment. And that's when I was like, I'm going home. Mi gente, I drove at midnight mm -hmm. from Vermont. She didn't even stay there 24 hours. I didn't even stay there hours. for 24 hours. I didn't even stay there for 24 hours. I got in my car, grabbed my shit and I left because there was nothing more that I had left to give to these people. I was done. So whatever, it, two and a half hours. I got home at like 2 a.m. And I called Ruben, and this is, like I said in the beginning of the story, Ruben let me know, Nina, you can't let the shit that people are saying to you about the shit that you say on this platform get to you because not everybody's going to love the shit that we do. Not everyone's going to love the shit that we're saying that you're saying. Mm -hmm. People are going to come for you. People are going to test your character. You cannot let it get under your skin. And the only reason, mi gente, I don't give a fuck. I've had people tell me that they don't like the shit that I say. It, that's, that's okay. I just didn't like that this man thought that he had one up on me. One up, on, like he was somebody, like he was talking down to me. And I was like, we could have a conversation, we could have a disagreement for sure. But you're not going to talk to me like you better than me. In society's eyes, he is at the top of the hierarchy, at the top of the totem pole. I'm at the bottom. And that, this, this platform isn't for, wasn't for him. It's not meant for him. So whatever. So like I was saying, this individual um, that I thought I was cool with um, reached out to me and I finally had the words to tell him what the fucking problem was. And this is what it was, you know what I'm saying? To which his response was, well, this is what pissed me off. His response was, well, he wasn't the only one that had an issue with, that, with the episode about South Africa. And I'm like, motherfucker, now why are we going tit for tat? Why are we doing this? Because you could have easily, the amount of fucking times I saw you in between the, the fucking trip, One. you could have pulled me aside and said, One. yo, Nina, let's have a conversation. One. The amount of times you've been to this city to kick it with me, yo, Nina, let's have a conversation. The amount of times that you've invited me to cookouts with those same people, knowing how they fucking felt about me, and I'm sitting there like, boo-boo the motherfucking fool, because I ain't know nobody got a motherfucking problem, because you ain't tell me, because you ain't have my back in that moment. And I'm not saying you had to defend me to them people. If you did, I mean, I guess I should say thank you. But if you gonna call me your friend, you, you can't call me your friend and not correct me if I came incorrect. All the shit that I preach on this platform, all the shit I talk about on my Instagram is being around people who make you better. You had multiple opportunities to try to make me better, but you waited for me to be literally vulnerable and tell you what my problem was to then kick me while I was motherfucking down because you thought that you were saying some shit and letting me know that he wasn't the only one that had a problem with the episode. What the fuck y'all had a problem with? Hmm? And the thing is, is that I was so like, damn, did I fuck up? In all of that, did I fuck up? So I played back those episodes. I listened from start to finish those episodes and what I said. And I didn't tell not a motherfucking lie. So what's the problem? My experience, my take on it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to figure out where, what the fuck is the problem? I didn't lie on anything.
You may have not liked those words that I chose to describe the certain things. I ain't mentioned nobody's motherfucking name. If you were on the trip, you knew who the fuck I was talking about. And I wasn't quiet about the shit when I was on the motherfucking trip anyways. <laughs> like, and for my, I'm using air quotes, friend, to sit there and say, well, they weren't the only one. He wasn't the only one. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. You had, the, you had the, the chance to correct me if I needed to be corrected. I use if with air quotes. But you didn't. You waited to watch someone come for me, try. He failed because I read him for filth. And then now you, you don't know, hit me up on some, I don't know what I did for you to be upset with me. You obviously, not only that, you let somebody come for my podcast that you ride for. (laughs) (laughs) That you ride for. You hit me up to try and get on this show. (laughs) That's the funny part. And you let a motherfucker sit there and try to drag it? Interesting. Very Put a lot of stuff in perspective for me. And it actually woke me up in the way that I move around people. Because I'm not going to stop talking my shit. <laughs> you didn't shut me up. I almost I didn't speak it's, about it's this. Different, it's different to say that someone's talking shit rather than like how you've been saying it. You're talking about your experience. Thank you. And what does your experience... You know, we could both be recording, you know, a podcast and our experiences could be completely different. But that doesn't mean that it determines the validity of what's being said. It's like it's my word is still valid. And, it, and we, we try our hardest to, like, make sure I don't think there is an episode besides, like, you know, maybe if we mention Jerrica. But anything, anyone else, we're just very much like, OK, he and she, them and they. Thank you. We're not. We make it. It's not going to be a roast session. To, yeah, yeah, to, we don't do that. That's not what we do. And we just literally speak about our experiences, our points of views, and I think that's that's like the whole sum up of this of this episode is like people sometimes take it a little bit too serious, and it's like, what what is going on right now? And I mm. think like like I said in that whole situation for me, what had me fucked up was like I wasn't there, but like just seeing. You know, trying to see it through her eyes and just being like, yo, I'm a Latina woman sitting in a group of white people. And yet again, I'm being targeted. I'm being judged. And on top and of like the current climate my reaction right is a problem. Right. It's a label. It's, it's, but no one's looking at what provoked my reaction. And yet again, the man in the situation is not being looked at as... Or held accountable. You're, you know... You're the problem. You're this. You're that. I, 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 I get it. I get it. Bueno, mi gente, this was a this was a great season. I, I'm gonna up. I'm gonna let you have that caldero talk. I, I don't even want to mm. go into anything else. I think you know it's very valid. It's very valid, and that's a very that was a very you know not traumatizing but an eye opening experience mm-hmm. for you in general this past summer. And I do remember that day when you called me, and I was like, oh. Oh, I was in tears. Oh, this is what's going on. I was so upset. He, mind you, he was like fucked up. He, I called him at a party. But at picked, a party. He picked up though, but he picked up. He a real um, one. But with all of that being said, and I hope you guys can understand, 
we're going to go ahead and move into the last section of the show, which is... A reposar. Alrighty, welcome back to the last part of the show, Reposal. Mm. We hope you guys had a great experience with us in this first episode. We have a lot of great things coming up. I keep saying that, and I'm so excited because, like, we literally been brainstorming a fucking meeting after meeting about what the hell are we going to do with season three. And so we kind of came up with something. We're kind of going with, like, a grown and sexy vibe, mm. a strictly business vibe. We want to bring on as many guests as we possibly can if it makes sense for the episode. And I yes. think I want to say this disclaimer to anyone who has gotten this far in this episode. Our shows are not based around you. <laughs> because a lot of people hit us up like, oh, I want to be interviewed. I want to be interviewed. That's great. We want we're we inviting want you to, to the conversation. Yes, we want to have like like we want to have conversations that need to be had in, you know, in houses where Maybe this isn't a normal conversation for them. We want people to listen to this and understand that, yeah, we're talking about hip-hop, but, you know, what Spanish household do you go to when they're talking about hip-hop? Mm. You know, stuff like that. Like, So it's like we don't want anyone to feel like we're dissing them and we're just like, no, we're not fucking with you. It's nothing like that. It's strictly business, like we're saying. Mm -hmm. It's strictly business. And if it makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't, then we keep moving forward. Right. Um, I do want to say that this season we will be having one episode bi-weekly. So every other Wednesday we will have a fresh episode. Yeah, no? Miente, this is an exclusive because I didn't even know about this. Yeah, we talked about that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it will be one episode bi-weekly. Uh, so you'll get it on Wednesdays, a fresh serving of your abuela's favorite cousins. <laughs> Um, and Most obviously, favorite cousins, your favorite cousins, Abuela's favorite cousins. Listen, I'm all, I'm all the way fucked up. I had a drink. Yo, so, um, we're gonna go ahead and continue with the YouTube series. So, keep checking on the YouTube, keep checking our Instagram page, and make sure you guys visit www.sofritospeaks.net because we officially have a website now. Super hype, super hype. So go ahead and leave us on with those, uh, lead us on with those affirmations. I will. And given given Calero talk, I'm gonna continue with the protect your peace, mi gente. If it starts to bring you out of your character, it's okay to walk away. Like mid sentence, walk the fuck out. I hear they. If they're not gonna hear you, they never wanted to hear you. I hear they. Mm. Go ahead. Um, I posted this today. But when I read it, I was like, this makes the most sense to my fucking current state of friendships and life. Mm. If, I mean, I require low-maintenance friends. You gotta allow me to disappear into the black abyss of adult responsibility and antisocial ain't shitness. Then pop up in six months like, what are you doing Friday? And that's literally my quote. Like, that's literally how I'm carrying every relationship and friendship moving forward. Like... I just, I can't, I don't have the energy for anyone else any, anymore. Like, period. Mm. Point blank and period. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. 
And that's going to wrap up episode one of season three, mi gente. Yes. You still rocking with us. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for rocking with us. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. And show us, share us with a friend. Now we got to start. We need a friend to start. of a friend yeah, of a friend yeah. of a friend of a friend of a friend Let's of a friend. Let's do this. Okay? Let's do this. My name is Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.